Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today, I want to talk about time. And what does that mean, time? Quite honestly, time is a man-made construct. It doesn't mean anything. There is no time. This can cause a lot of fear in people because our mind takes this in so many different places about what that means. Like, oh my gosh, there's no time. There's no time. I don't have time to be able to take care of this and do this and do this and do this and do the whatever. People can feel balanced and safe and secure because they hold themselves accountable to time. At seven o'clock, I'm going to do this. At nine o'clock, this is what's going to happen. At noon, this is what's going to happen. At 530, this is what's going to happen. It gives us a sense of stability to be able to be grounded into something, to be able to make something tangible. But quite honestly, all we ever have is right now. We can think about the past time. We can think about the future time for the possibilities of what could be coming forward. But until we're actually in those moments, they don't really exist except for in our mind. The only reason why there's a sense of time is so that way people don't feel lost like Groundhog Day. So I'm kind of curious with how many people since this whole pandemic thing started, and that's just how I'm going to refer to it, feel like every day now, if your schedule and your life is completely different than what it was a year and a half ago, how many people feel like they're in the movie of Groundhog Day and they're Bill Murray's character waking up every single day as another opportunity to possibly do the same damn thing over and over and over again because it's the same day because you're stuck in time because even though each day progresses you're doing things throughout the day the next day you wake up it's another day for an opportunity to be better to become more skilled to be able to have those conversations to be able to have those interactions to be able to foresee the possibilities of what could happen and rectify those things before they become problems See, life is like Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day the movie. Every single day is an opportunity to better yourself. It also gives the opportunity to not better yourself, which means you can stay stuck. Which if you have a schedule that is a routine that somebody has given you because you're going to your job, it's the nine to five and your mind is focused on those tasks at hand, the things that other people told you were important, the things that you're supposed to be doing for the benefit of somebody else so that way you can get something out of it so that way you can then do what you want to do, aka having a job getting paid and then buying things. That has been referred to as a huge distraction, being able to fulfill obligations that you've made because of agreements with other people because somebody else has a goal that they want to accomplish and they're utilizing you to be able to get that goal done faster. Yeah, that's having a job. That's why people get upset that you live your whole entire life. And this is more so of the older generation. So like my age, people, people older than me, See, all of us were taught that you're supposed to fulfill certain obligations first. You're supposed to work first and then you can get the benefits from it. And then what happens? Well, what's very commonly happened in the past, and of course, this isn't across the board, everybody, everything, but it's not abnormal for somebody to go to school, graduate high school, possibly go to college, possibly not, possibly go into the military, possibly not. But you get a job, you get a partner, whichever of those comes first start a family, raise that family, go to work every day, make yourself stable, pay your bills, keep going to work, keep getting the paycheck, go on vacations, do all these different things, 
business and then you retire. But then what happens? See, there's a huge subset of people that find meaning and purpose in being able to carry out that job. And then once they retire, once that job no longer is what they can do every day and they wake up and it's just open nothingness, they have all the time in the world and they have no fucking clue what to do with it. They've been so busy fulfilling the goals and expectations of other people that they have no freaking clue who they are. So without being able to maintain that identity, that persona of this title, of that job, as far as their concerns, they don't exist. They don't know what to do with themselves. And you know what happens to those people? They die. They no longer have a sense of purpose. Oftentimes, after retirement, people die because they've been trained about time and how to spend it and what that means. All we ever have is right now. And it's up to you to choose what to do with it. It's up to you to decide how you are going to spend your time, which again is right now. So I appreciate that right now you're listening to my podcast. I also hope that you're making choices for the things that you can do based on how you feel inside. I hope that you're following your desires and your interests, that things that are intriguing to you that you want to learn more about and that that is where you focus your time and make Maybe, maybe this, this concept that is sparking your interest is actually a person. And so you're interested in learning more about this other being because you're just so intrigued by them. Pursue what matters to you. Pursue what feeds the fire, the fuel inside of you that gives you purpose and drive to live. I can almost guarantee that if it's a job out of obligation so that way you can do something later, that is just a distraction. That's not your life purpose. That's not something that's going to fuel your fire to make you feel alive. So in this time of weird timelessness of right now and the dissolution of schedules and being directed in activities where your time being occupied with doing something because somebody else has a goal that you've committed yourself to. The fourth dimension is the sense of time, right? Time and space where I am right now, changing people's daily activities and expectations pulls them out of time. The sense of time, because time, like I said before, is a man-made construct. So that way, community gatherings can happen. So that way somebody doesn't miss somebody else showing up for some kind of a planned event. That is all time is. It's a way to keep track. That's why time is irrelevant. Time means nothing. Time is another language to be able to have people meet at the same place at the same moment. And so if you can move beyond feeling stuck in a sense of time and you can come into a place of timelessness, it's like being in the dream world, right? Like when we dream, there's no sense of time. We're just there. And I know oftentimes whenever I'm going through the memories of the different things that I remembered from when I was previously asleep, oftentimes I'll try to remember it. And it seems like I'm remembering it in backwards order. Like instead of it being this happened and then this happened and this happens like in a linear flow, I'll remember something. And then I remember, wait a minute, no, that was like the end. And then this other thing happened before that. And then 
hold on, this other thing happened before that. So yeah, we use time to be able to make something linear so that way it makes sense from a natural flow of this going to that, going to that, whatever. But in actuality, there is no time. There is only the present. Reality is only the present moment. Our minds can focus on the present, can focus on the past. Our minds can be absorbed in the future and our minds can be stuck in the past. And therefore, what we focus on, what we pay attention to, what we fill our day with, that's what we know. And so we're not really moving forward. We're not progressing. We're not advancing through life. We're just waking up in the same day over and over and over and over again. And then that becomes a chunk of time that we were devoted to a thing, a job or whatever. But what did we ever actually experience of life during that chunk of time? I know I keep using the word time and saying it doesn't exist. And then I'm talking about time as if it does exist. And the interesting thing about language is that words are just symbols that have meaning. And because there are so many different things that we can express about, so many different concepts to living, there's no way that each thing could have its own word. How many words we would have to memorize just to be able to express ourselves? So we chunk them together and we make correlations that says all of these abstract concepts that could mean this, 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 are all the same generic word, which also leads to conflict because like I've been dealing with recently, the recognition that even if everybody that's in a group is speaking the same language or even just two people could be speaking the same technical language, their understanding in the belief that they have about what that particular abstract concept is for that word and those strings of words and the meaning that they're trying to get across by being able to use those words that they've learned to be able to express something so abstract as an idea or a thought process or a feeling. It gets lost in translation. It's another Bill Murray movie. When one person has these impulses to be able to share an experience about, they have to be able to have some kind of language to be able to express themselves to hope that they could be understood to another being. And language is the best way that we have to be able to do that. But that does not mean that we're actually understood from the place that we're coming from and that we're received in the way that we expect it to be, though as closely as possible we can. And then we can feel a sense of belonging because I've shared my experience with somebody else and they've accepted it. And we can only ever experience that now, truly in the now. And so being in a flow state is being outside of time. It's being focused on something that is bringing you directly to the now that results in the flow, use the same word there, of all of these chemicals in your body that brings you to a state of being, which continued flow does lead to optimal health, which quite honestly happens with love, not the pain aspect of it, but the freedom and expansion and flow state of love. So when you bring yourself to the place of timelessness and you're capable of focusing on whatever it is that you're doing right now, all of the time, you have infinite possibilities of what you can do and what you can be and of who you actually are. And you're the only one that gets to be able to decide that. And so I question post-world shutdown and where you even fit in with that because not everybody ended up with a completely disordered life. Some people who, in my opinion, have jobs that were disregarded and discounted in the past because they weren't glamorous, because they were in service. Those are the people who still had jobs. Those are the people who worked in the grocery stores or who picked up your garbage 
college or who were the doctors. See, now how is it that some people view certain things as admirable and other things as not, even though they're just as necessary and detrimental for life, detrimental to have for life, to continue with the quality of it that you want, that we want. So in your opportunity to be able to be, to be able to make decisions and choices for how you want to spend your day and each and every single present moment that you have until you no longer have access to them anymore. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to fulfill your desires to be able to experience life and whatever that means for you? How are you going to do that? And I know that it could be possible for at least the possibility that I can hear you saying, okay, Dr. Francis, like I get it. You've told me all this information. You've shared all of these different concepts. I get it. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. But the fuck am I going to do with it? How am I going to utilize any of this information to be able to improve my life? Like, what's the point and purpose of any of it at all? I mean, other than for having knowledge. Okay, so I get that. So there are a lot of common things that people teach to be able to help get you to that place of timelessness, to be able to be living in the moment, mindfulness, right? Mindfulness practices. You can Google stuff. I'm sure there is a plethora of information to be able to find stuff online. Meditating, right? Meditating is just practicing being in the now, just witnessing what you're doing. And when I first heard about it, I thought it made no sense at all whatsoever. There are a lot of different theories that people use to try to explain what it is, what you're doing, why you're doing it. And quite honestly, it's just observing from my perspective. It's just observing what's going on. It's being the observer. It's actively being the observer in your life instead of being the person who's actively doing things in your life. So that's one aspect of it. You don't have to just be sitting still, you know, saying "Om" or, you know, looking at a light or whatever. Those are definitely different things that people do to be able to get you into that space, but you don't have to. Quite honestly, I think I meditate a lot of the day just because I'm focused on what's happening in the moment. And I'm an observer witnessing what's going on in my mind and in my environment. So that's one way. Another thing that you can do is to journal. Like we get so much stuff, so much stimulation from outside of us that we absorb. We're constantly eating it up, taking it in, whether it's processed foods that is putting stuff into our bodies that our bodies weren't actually naturally made to be able to know how to digest and exposure to all the different frequency waves from all of the technology products that we work with like microwaves and the TV and radio waves and cell phone waves and all of these different kinds of things that we're exposed to on a regular basis. There are so many different things in our environment that we absorb and that we just need to dispel. We need to be able to have some down time to be able to unplug sometimes the only way that we can do that is by purging it and that is by writing about it. So if there's all these different kinds of things that are happening, you're witnessing behaviors and other people, circumstances, stories, all of these different things, thoughts, feelings, emotions, all kinds of stuff, you can write it down. You can record yourself talking. You can do a video about it and then if you want, delete it, rip it up, burn it, whatever you need to do to get rid of it because the whole entire point and purpose wasn't to write it down 
so that way you can keep it in a different form is to be able to release it from you and get rid of it. Physical exercise. That's another thing. Because why? Because there's all this different kinds of energy going on within you that you can do something physically that is going to get those biochemicals flowing so that way you can have a healthy flow biochemically. So yeah, doing something that you really enjoy that is involving your body in it, like go play a game of basketball, shoot some hoops by yourself, go ride a bike, go swimming, go jogging, climb a hill, do something that utilizes your body so that way you can engage in something that you can focus on something, go rock climbing, do something that demands your attention. So you have to pay attention to what's going on specifically with you in that moment, your feet hitting the floor, whatever it is that you're doing, and you have to pay attention to what you're doing. Do something you enjoy, dance, call a friend, make love, really be involved and paying attention to what you're doing. Highly focused activities to be able to absorb your attention so that way you're paying attention, highly focused on something. And eventually you'll get so good at it. You'll become so efficient that it'll feel like you are always in the now. When something happens, you'll be able to deal with it right now, no matter what it is. It could be happy. It could be sad. It could be difficult. It could be easy, but you'll be capable of processing what's going on right in front of you when it happens. So that way you're in the moment now, instead of having your mind stuck going over and over again about how you still need to do this thing. This thing happened. You haven't gotten through it because you haven't taken the action steps to take care of it and all of that other stuff. Okay. So hopefully some of that is helpful and I'll see you next time. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, 